0: And welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, accompanied
1: next creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005,
0: and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. When you're planning a road trip or vacation, do you just get in the car and drive? Typically, no. I usually <laughs> have
1: at least a you know
0: basic idea of where we're going, <laughs> and I, I think most people are like that. I think if you just hop in a car with somebody and just said drive, <laughs> it's going to cause a little bit of panic. Maybe what sh- what should I pack? You know, what should I wear? Um you Don't know pile in the back we're just going somewhere, we're just going somewhere. Ask somewhere you know <laughs> um, and that's a lot like dealing with your employees, you know when you're not telling them everything, you know like what the situation of the company is um so the conversation today is going to be basically around transparency and letting people know where they're going,
1: yes, and so I think that you know some people are some people are like my dog, Rusty, who mm-hmm. is happy to just jump in the car because <laughs> he's just convinced no matter where you go it's going to be amazing <laughs> but i think most people are more like my dog holly who you know she kind of wants to know what you're doing so like are you going to the vet she might opt out are you going to a park she's like very excited so holly likes transparency holly holly like most humans also <laughs> likes transparency she might be of
0: higher intelligence she she, might, she <laughs> probably is sorry rusty yeah <laughs> but you know you gotta have that fun loving friend though too um so, yeah, th- and it's essentially, you know, it, when you have employees and you are um, driving ahead with your business, you know, do they know where they're going? And if they don't, you know, they might be a little concerned. It may call, cause worries. So we're talking about transparency and being open and honest um, with your team mm-hmm. because in times of crisis, um, pre- people appreciate to know what's happening. And I'm using the road trip, which doesn't have to be a crisis. But, you know, um, when you don't, as essentially, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to start. Wondering where are we going? And when will <laughs> we get there? When will we get there? Are will we there yet? Are we there yet? Arrive? Is <laughs> right. It bad? right. Are we going to Disneyland or is it going to be something really frightening? I don't even know. Yeah. Um and I think that this is so um not important. I think it's
1: just been highlighted over the last years. Oh, so absolutely. Over, you know, 2020 into 2021. A lot more unknowns. It's yeah, there's so many more unknowns. A lot of them are really scary. And they're like big unknowns that no one knows Mm -hmm. it's not just Mm -hmm. like oh i as the business owner don't know it's like no one in the world knows right and so it does i think it has just highlighted the importance of transparency but it's always there absolutely always matters
0: absolutely and you can start my baby having um, weekly or monthly updates with your team as far as what's going on today what's going on this quarter here's our plan for next week here's our plan for next quarter because as an owner you might not have the answers either um but you know kind of what we got to get done today
1: Yes, I think telling people what you do know and and being upfront about what you don't know. People, mm-hmm. you know, people realize you're human and will accept that and, and I think trust and appreciate that even if you're telling them what you don't know also or here's what I know for now, mm-hmm. I will tell you more as soon as I know next week. Right. You know, everyone realizes, especially right now, kind of the situation we're all in and there's a lot more trust built just saying, hey, I don't actually know the answer to that, but I'm telling you the facts that I have right
0: now. Right. So think small bites, not necessarily big picture. I mean, I think normally they like business owners to say, predict your next three years. You don't know what you're going to do in three years right now. (laughs) Yeah. We hope to get back to that. But right now, you know, just as little as we can, because what happens is if you don't tell people the the true narrative, they start making up their own.
1: Yes. They it's that. um, I think it's Brene Brown, the story I'm telling myself mm-hmm. you know the story mm-hmm. that people start spinning up in their own head right. often is is like worse oh yeah than what you need to tell them and so I think like managers and leaders are often very hesitant to share you know negative news or bad news mm-hmm. or whatever but honestly like what people are envisioning might be happening right. is probably worse than what you need to tell them absolutely and, and if what you need to tell them is bad then isn't it only fair at least you you give them some you know, kind of fair warning so they can figure out what they're going to do. Right,
0: because they have to do what's best for them, you know, and it it may or may not help your company, but I just the the honesty of it all, I think, is definitely more empowering for both sides of the the table. Yeah. And a rumor mill is a very difficult thing to stop too, so once one person gets in their head, they're going to start telling other people, just kind of casually, the next thing you know, it starts becoming fact and then people get really worried, especially, like, if there's other companies around them that are laying off or, you know, they're concerned like, you know, about other things happening in the economy or in businesses, and they're in your area or something like that. Let's say you have a restaurant, and you know, like, what, how much time do we have? I mean, that's kind of yeah. what you're thinking, or at least what your employees are thinking. Um, so, yeah, get ahead of that essentially and yeah. keep people calm and focused and in line a little bit with what the direction of the company is yeah and
1: it's fair to say like here's what we know right now here's what we're doing right now here's our current plan Mm -hmm. as soon as we know more we'll tell you as soon as we have a, a further plan we'll let you know but I think at least then people believe you're keeping them in the loop and you're not like you know hiding information right. or something like that
0: and one way that you can do that is if you create scorecards and you might have scorecards already in your company um but you might have to adjust them for the these new times right now until you can kind of get back to what your expectations of the company were before and it um it could be a matter of these are the numbers we need so everybody gets paid the doors are open we can pay our bills Etc., you know, and this is the minimum. And people can actually see where they can make improvements. You know, it's like we need to sell to one more person. We need to have, you know, six more people walk through our door. That's a little something that you can control. And having that control, you know, with your employees makes a huge, huge difference.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And they feel like, you know, they can see and have ideas of how you Mm -hmm, can solve some mm -hmm. of those problems. It's, you know, it's everybody pitching in together. And also, I think, um, like you were saying in, in maybe a time of crisis or where th- things are you know very difficult, like 2020, maybe you even add additional things to your scorecard that are just very specific. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, just to get through whatever, get through this month. Here's what needs to happen. Right. We're going to track it. We're going to measure it. We're going to make sure we're on track. Everybody will know how it's going, you know, what's happening with that important number or whatever it is that's going to make a difference to everyone. It. I think it helps people not feel so in the dark. Yes, yes.
0: And another thing you can do too is if you are a little more brave is to share the company financials. And we've kind of done a, a workaround around this because there was a time where we actually showed people P&Ls and things like that. And all everybody does is look at the bottom line. And sometimes, you know, I do that too. But yeah. um, and, and it has such a level of detail that isn't... It's not relevant it's really for It's not relevant them. to most people. They, they can't make a, a change on certain things yeah um, so what we did is we just kind of pared it down with just the basic numbers of like in going outgoing money basically you know here's you know what we brought in these are the sales this is where we may need to improve these are the expenses here's where we may need to cut and I, I just by making it super easy to understand they can see the difference they can see you know what we made last year compared to this year and it might be a big number but it's like you know what we cut our expenses so we're still okay you know, it's, it's things like that that really empower people and help them understand the health of the business.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And there is a, I think there is a sweet spot because um, not, and I don't mean this like people, people are certainly capable of understanding financials. But I think that sometimes when you share too much of the information that isn't something they have control over, mm-hmm. it's kind of overwhelming. It's Right. Like, here's these like 27 lines. Should I look at all of those and understand them? And then am I supposed to think about ways to improve them? Right. It's like, no, not really. Like that doesn't fall into your area of responsibility. So look kind of back to what you said about the scorecard, like showing people the things they can do something about mm-hmm. is much more, you know, succinct and, and helps everyone focus on what they can affect instead of like a whole bunch of noise that they mm-hmm. can actually affect. You know, yeah. if you're in a bunch of long-term contracts right. with services for your office or something. Well, your, your average employee can't do anything about that. Exactly. But are they worrying about And those about prices it? are probably
0: pretty outrageous. <laughs> yeah.
1: But are they like, you know, seeing all those things and thinking they should be coming up with ideas to solve it. Right. Versus right.
0: showing them like, here's like the five metrics that you actually could affect. Right. You can avoid a lot of, you know, awkward conversations by not doing that and just yeah. giving them what they need to know, but be transparent about, be real. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you need to fudge things. You know, sh- you can compare you know, year to year or whatever, and then maybe put in some projections. You know, if we, you know, place just a few more people, if we have a few more sales, if we sell a few more plates of lasagna, everything will be fine, you know? So it's not as bad as it looks, you know? Mm -hmm. And again, people have an idea of of where they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of other things that are kind of kept close to the heart of a business owner too that probably should be shared as well. And um, one of those things too is, you know, going back to the office. I mean, I think a lot of flexibility was given to people to work from home, and in a lot of cases it worked, you know, surprisingly well. For some people, they are praying for the day they can go back into the office. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's also important to be transparent about are you going to do it? You know, what yeah. is going to happen? Yeah, What I think that's a big
1: question people are asking right now. You know, employees are asking, and probably employers are also asking of themselves, of, you know, what what will their plans be, mm-hmm. you know, what are they planning to do, period, you know, going back, not going back, whatever, what, what will come along with that? Like, will there still be some flexibility, Mm -hmm. some allowing of remote work? What's the timing? You know, there's, will vaccines be required? Like, do I have to have a vaccine to come back to the office? Like there's all these questions that people have. And again, this might be one that you don't know all the answers, but you might know some, Mm -hmm. like you might know like, well, we're planning to still have an office, right? We're not getting rid of our building. Mm -hmm. We think people will mostly work there, but we're considering some flexibility. Like even an answer like that is, is is at least helpful (laughs) to people to have some kind of a, an idea to think about. Because again, like you said, if, if you don't say anything, then people are making up all of their own stories. Some of which will work out really well and some will not be at all, you know, accurate. Right. Um, it is a big unknown, and, and I know lots of people don't really know the answer, but most companies we talk to have an idea of what they are going mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. They may not know the date, you know, or the exact um, parameters of what the rules will be or whatever, mm-hmm. but most companies know, like, we're going to be an all-in-office company. We right. really think that's important to our culture. We all know how soon we can get there, yeah. but that's our plan. Or we're going to be totally remote. Or we're going to be somewhere in between, which is mm-hmm. what we're hearing from most companies, some kind of a hybrid. I think just sharing that can be really powerful for people. Right,
0: and it might be a great time for discussion, too, just talk with them about a different some different scenarios you know how has it been not coming in Mm -hmm. and seeing each other would you like to come in for a couple of days and i only say that because um i saw a report on the news about this company that was uh, like we're all coming back and then or they made it available for people to come back and only like five people out of a hundred came back you know um on any sort of regular basis so it's that at least you know if i do this people are not thrilled about it maybe i gotta start looking at a smaller space or you know find something for these five people to do so they can all be together or something and and really kind of restructure because you do want a team that's still engaged that is still working and if everybody's been pulling this off for a year quite honestly they're all freaking rock stars um, if they're all doing well you know now's the time to think about what you're going to do next
1: right but that's a great point back to the you know transparency and having the conversations because you might be making assumptions that right. that you don't know either like either way like the, the company, it sounds like they assumed everyone d- wanted right. to come back and they didn't necessarily. Because the boss was ready
0: to go. <laughs>
1: or there could be people that you're assuming like, oh, they're doing great remote and right. they're just like barely hanging on. Right. And they just really would appreciate, you know, a quiet space to work two days a week mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that it can be really risky to make assumptions either way. And, you know, like, I mean, we get totally into the weeds, but like the company that brought everybody back, there may have been people who actually ultimately down the road will enjoy working in the office again mm-hmm. but maybe their kids are still at home with school right like their schools aren't in session so
0: they can't leave their children there's a lot of things that i've like, not been figured out that you yeah. can't control as an owner
1: like you wouldn't want to be like oh okay well apparently everybody just wants to work remote that's what we'll do now there might be some people like no no wait, no. wait, wait. i actually <laughs> wanted to come in i just
0: can't, can't right now exactly so
1: just back to that transparency like having those conversations and not making these like huge decisions without getting all the information mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it is interesting because um i think it goes both ways like there are some people who are like doing great working remotely and love it and there are some people who are like i mean i'm getting it done but this is not my ideal right right <laughs> you know? right right
0: so do you have having those open honest transparent conversations and maybe you can send out a uh, anonymous survey or something yeah you know just so people can kind of be an you know, transparent on their end too but maybe not want to necessarily commit to not or be the judged. only one and then yeah. you're like oh this person is dead weight or whatever you know but really you can um i think get some clarity on where people stand and have an understanding of what they're dealing with usually you can figure out who it is anyway be perfectly honest but um it, it it might give them a little more liberty to speak candidly i think if you do it yeah. that way
1: and the other side of that is if your company is one that you are 100 going to be back in the office because you strongly believe mm-hmm. that's important to your culture or the work you do mm-hmm. or the equipment you use is in a building somewhere what right you know whatever the reasons are I think that again back to that open and honest you know transparent conversation telling people why yeah we are going to come back to the office and here's why yes not just like well we are because you know that's where we were like work. it or not. <laughs> you know, but just like, here's why. This is why we think it's important mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and helping people understand the reason you made that decision, right. not that you just... Right decide because you had a building yeah they were there
0: once they were there a year ago and it was perfectly fine but yeah. you know things have changed so you just give them that opportunity and make them to understand and they be- will probably be like okay i get it i'm, like, I'm in. Oh, it. you know and now
1: i see why you decided that yeah. that makes sense to me exactly or, or it doesn't and i have questions or whatever exactly. but um at least they know where you're coming from as opposed to just like making this pronouncement mm-hmm. and then you know expecting everybody like you said everybody get in the car we're going somewhere <laughs> uh, okay. Well, where and when will we get there? And should I bring some snacks? Do right, I need to right. Is it clothes? a long trip?
0: Is it a short <laughs> trip? <laughs> yes. Are we going to warmer weather? <laughs> um, and then, you know, once you you've, let's just say you declared, um, everybody's back in the office, or maybe we're all going to be remote now really kind of explain and be transparent as you can to your knowledge, what are the expectation, expectations around that too? Yeah, Like you're coming back into the office. We expect you to be in five days a week. We expect you to be in every Monday because that's when the team all gets together. All right, we're all going to be remote and here's the expectations for that. Again, be as clear as possible as soon as you know, maybe it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you have a whole bunch of people kind of milling around, maybe sending chats to each other. Oh my God, what's going to happen? And then suddenly your rumor mill is spiraling out of control. So, Be as, you know, inform people as much as you can.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a great point around just setting expectations, because if you think about it, like if you're making a significant change in how you're going to work, you're almost asking someone to re-accept the job again. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. it's like when I hired you, this was a, you know, five days a week. This was a job description. Nine to five (laughs) in this office location doing this. Well, now the job looks like that. You know, do you accept this new job? It's almost Mm -hmm. like they're taking a whole new job if Mm -hmm. it's changing that much. Right. It's not it's it's not fair on either side to just assume nothing or I guess act as if nothing has changed. Exactly. When it really has. Mm -hmm. Like maybe if it was fully remote, they would have never applied for that job. Right. Right. Or vice versa. You know, Um, so I think it's it's fair to have those
0: conversations and not just assume or not just act like it didn't change. Exactly. Exactly. And then as far as those expectations go, I mean, we are going to just briefly talk about the dreaded. Do you need a vaccine or not to return to the office? And that yeah. is, you know, completely up to, you know, your your own office policy. Yeah. And I mean, there are pros and cons decide. for both mm-hmm. of that. And I'm not sure. I don't know, Kristen, maybe you could kind of if you heard anything as far as like legally what yeah, is Yeah. I mean,
1: you can legally require it, but most of the guidance and advice is is not to necessarily mandate it. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have some different policies, but I mean, it really, uh, there's so many variables. It really depends on what you do. Obviously, if you maybe are a healthcare setting or Mm -hmm. something, you're probably going to require it. You probably required other vaccinations before 2020, right? you know, that's pretty normal in certain kind of industries, but like your typical, you know, office environment, I think most companies are encouraging, but not mandating. Mm -hmm. Um, But whatever whatever the the guidance is going to be, again, it's just fair to be upfront with people Mm -hmm. so that they know what to expect. Because if not, they might be worrying about it. Right. They might be, you know, having a lot of stress around whether they should get it or not, and do they have to, or if they don't, are they going to lose their job? And and maybe none of those things are true, but because no one said anything, they're just like spinning in a circle, you know, not sure what to do.
0: Right. And you have to be aware too that there are some people that are going to want to know if if I go back is everybody else vaccinated because maybe mm-hmm. their home situation is something that you're unaware of.
1: Right. Um yes, they may live with a vulnerable family member who can't be vaccinated, right. but they also don't want to be like the exposure they don't to, want to be the for carrier them. for the yeah. whole thing yeah because so people yes, in your office right. right
0: and it, it's just to have that sensitivity and it's not to say whether or not you should do that but people are going to want to know right and I think that's
1: more the point people yes. just want to know and whatever your decision is they need to know what it's going to be yeah
0: and so then you just have to kind of decide does this person get a pass and they get to work at home and everybody else has mm-hmm. to come in or you know figure out however you want to figure it out but just be aware that those things are going to come up be prepared. Those are the questions you're going to ask. And, uh, and you know, let's just say I'm the person with the, the vulnerable family member and I'm thinking like, oh my God, they're going to want me to come back and they're not going to require people to be vaccinated. You right. know, I don't, I'm going to quit my job. Right. That might be your star employee. And I mean, you don't want to lose them. So what are you going to do about that? Right. And just like lose and them. you could say too bad. Like
1: just, <laughs> you don't want to lose them because you never had a conversation. Right. Like if you have the conversation, you can't figure it out. I guess you can't figure it out, but I mean, you don't wanna lose them because you never even talked about it.
0: Right. And yeah, that's that would be the worst. And they're again, you know, following some sort of false narrative and like, No, 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 we were gonna let you still stay home and that never happened or you'd be like, You know what, we gotta have you here and if you can't figure that out then Yeah, we got to talk about this. So, um, again, it's just being really, really transparent. Don't just throw a blanket statement. You know, like we're all back in the office and then people are starting to spiral around thinking, you know, oh, my God, you know, my family member is going to die because, you know, it always (laughs) just goes crazy. Um, So just get ahead of it and be transparent and let people know essentially what's going on. Yeah, I just
1: think if, you know, if anything... That people hopefully gain from 2020. We're trying to think like, were there <laughs> yeah. positives? I think one is, you know, just understanding how important it is to just let people know what you know. Exactly. Know what's going on. And even if that's so minimal, even if it's like, here is all I know. Yeah. And I know Here's it's practically know today. nothing. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what I have for you at this moment. I think that the, like the empathy and the You know, appreciation and the trust that's built from just sharing what you can when Mm -hmm. you can—it goes so far for people. And uh, you know, like I said, like we're all just human beings trying to get through this thing, and the way you handle it can can go really far.
0: Right. And the and the silos has never served in a positive way. I mean, ever. So as as little as you know to share it, because essentially what we want to cut down on is people constantly asking. Are we there yet?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and then like making up a story about where you're going.
0: Exactly. Because I don't <laughs> want to tell you yet because it's not that great or I don't know where we're going yet or whatever. So yeah, just make the ride a good one. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. And we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.